News After Dark is a member of the Mice Chat Podcast Network. MicePod.com. Mice now, the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Warning, this show contains childish adult content and is intended for immature, mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views spoken are ours and ours alone, not those of any other bugger. If you're easily offended, we strongly suggest finding another podcast. Everybody neat and pretty, then on with the show. I wonder how many other podcasts have a nearly 60 second opening title. I don't think any are that indulgent, are they? No, no. It's an ego thing, surely. Thank you. It's a good audience for outdoors because it's a lovely evening in the beer garden of the mouse's head. Mm. Welcome back, people. Yes. Um, I'm Paul. I'm Nick. And I'm Paul. Uh, if you didn't know that by now. and yeah, I'm, You will I, never, never, never know. Yeah. I just want to follow that. And we are Diz After Dark. I don't know. Well, I mean, we're, I mean, we're, we're definitely um, three, three of the thirds four. of... Yeah. Yeah. No, we're really three quarters. Yeah. Because if we're three thirds, that's it. But we're, we're three quarters of this after dark. And, and, and if I turn around away, and we are wild stallions, how many people would get the reference? Well, I'd hope all our listeners, to be honest, because if you're if you're not <laughs> old enough to know that reference, you shouldn't be listening. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Ah, uh, right, gentlemen, should we get on? Yeah. Yeah. Straight on with yep. that. Um, okay. Uh, first of all, what should we order from the bar? What do you fancy? Uh, well, I've gone for something unusual. No, no Disney theme, so let me go first. <laughs> That's all um, right. I, I've I, managed to do that as well this show. <laughs> oh, good. Um, so I've got... And um, By the way, um, after last uh, after last show, I've got my taste buds back. The uh, Stella Artois Cidre Peach was actually very nice. Um, if You know, a little bit girly, but then okay. it's fruit cider, what do you expect? Yeah. So on that note, I've also gone for another fruit cider. This is called Pim's Cider Cup. Okay. And it is a... That didn't make any noise. That was embarrassing. Yeah. Um, it was, uh, or it is, a cider with, uh, sorry, an English cider with a hint of pims, uh, a hint of strawberry and cucumber. How, Cheers. How very, very English for this, mm, yeah. for this pub garden evening. What does what, what it like? with, with a hint of strawberry and cucumber taste like? Well, I've got to be honest, because I hate, I hate cucumber. I'm not really keen on strawberry. And to be honest, it just tastes like cider. <laughs> With a very, very faint twinge of pims. Oh, Mr. D, have you managed to get a shoehorn a Disney theme into it? Uh, not exactly, but um, I didn't go for a wild stallion. I went for wild wood organic oh. cider. Organic? We are, it must be coming into summer. We are very cider-based. Hang on, yeah, are you guys getting paid for this now or something? No. Organic? Sounds costly. Just just means they just means they're not gen- genetically modified apples. They grew. <laughs> I'm having a bottle malfunction here. <laughs> well, mine didn't make any noise. Ah, at all. I'm very disappointed. To be well, having having had the traditional weekend barbecue at some point, I've just got leftovers. So, I I, I need a vote. Do I go for the can of Green King IPA, or do I go for the can of Adnam Southwold first? I'll finish mm. them both before the end of the show, but which one shall I go for first? Go for the green one first. The green, yeah, the green one. Yeah. The green king first. It's, it's in alphabetical favorite. order, so that will do. There Any we go. drumsticks left? Uh, if you oh, still, if you, oh, traditional barbecued chicken drumsticks where they're charcoal on the outside and the blood still drips down your cheeks. Those are the ones. Yeah, yeah there's a few left. <laughs> I, didn't, I, I suppose this, this is this going to be the last time that we're able to drink alcohol? Because everyone keeps telling me now we've got a, a Tory government in the UK that it means I can't afford anything anymore. Um, well, no, we're a, we are a separate independent entity. Yeah. Mm. We will be. At something. We'll be having our own. We'll be declaring independence. Yeah. And <laughs> having our own elections and forming our forming an army to defend our borders. And should anyone wish to join our army, yep. uh, they can find out details of that from our website, www.disasterdark.com, or they can email us at podcast at disasterdark.com. And since the price of alcohol is re- reputed to go up, I almost couldn't say that there. Oh, this is strong stuff. Um, <laughs> if they want to send us any instructions, 
instructions as to how to make a still so we can brew our own, they can reach us on Twitter at DizAfterDark, Facebook.com forward slash DizAfterDark, and we're on MaceChat.com. And then I join in and say, like, an Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube, and all that lot. But that was very professional, actually, keeping us on track when we did get sidetracked and spent the first five minutes not getting where we need to be. Yeah, it's about right. Yeah, so I don't, know if, um, I don't know if anyone's noticed so far, but it's, it's uh, just the three of us. It is. But we can make it if we try. Yeah. Um, so, um, you know. I ra- raise a glass to uh, absent friends. Indeed. That's not to say he's dead yet. No, 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 no. I, I believe no, he's no, driving that, a train. That's the sort of thing they say when. You know, but just, I, I just mean absent because he's not here. And congratulations to uh, our guests from the last show. Of course, uh, the uh, the fur adventures of Walter Frozen Head, who thanks, of course, for his appearance on our podcast, um, managed to fulfil his Kickstarter campaign. Yeah, mm-hmm. Smash through the barrier. Yeah, despite the fact that I managed to at least get the advertising out with one day to spare. Shut up, <laughs> And uh, <laughs> that one day was what boosted it over. That was it. That was it. Just mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we tipped, we tipped it over. And, watch uh, yeah. Out for, yeah, watch out for our credits on the film. <laughs> I, I also, um, we, um, I believe uh, our social media expert was able to get us a credit on the film. Mm. I also did my own private donation and I have applied for the position um, of silent Foley artist. Silent? Nice. Well, I explain. So, obviously, Mr. D doesn't know what a Foley artist is, and to those did, of did, uh, did you not do "Sounds Amazing" with Drew Carey? Yeah. Well, that, that's that's what a Foley artist. A Foley artist is the person that makes the sound effects for films and oh, TV uh, shows. Or, or was that the "Sounds Dangerous" one with um, Martin Short that was no, the sound effects? Sounds no, Dangerous was the says, Drew Carey one, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. What was yeah. that with Martin Short? Martin Short does Sydney Magic, Disneyland Paris, and and O Canada, yeah. I'm, I'm sure he. I'm, I'm sure I, I, he used to do an old one where people actually made sound effects of like. He could be right because I mean I know I know that thing that building was occupied by something before Drew Carey. Yeah. Yeah. So oh. he could be right, but yeah. So yeah. I I thought the position because it had to be it did say it had to be a fictional title, and yeah. I always wanted to be a Foley artist when I was a kid. So, so I thought silent <laughs> Foley artist would be quite uh, quite a treat. Yeah. Um, I think- I think I'm going to make an appearance as Mr. Disney's Frost Stylist. <laughs> <laughs> Look out for it. Uh, I, can't, I can't wait uh, for further action on that. So, uh, obviously, we'll keep you updated, and I believe Benjamin said he will come back because um, he didn't hate us too much. Indeed. Indeed. So, that's, that's always good news. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so because we didn't have a guest tonight, we, mm. uh, we asked on our social media, if anybody had any questions they wanted to ask us. They did, so, you know, we, I won't do news. Um, I've dug out some old jingles. Ooh. This one. We have a right Question of the day. What's the FAQ? Anyone remember that one from Series oh, 1? I do remember that one. <laughs> I, re- I still remember that... that- the, the the most impressive thing when we did our first ever episode and for those people who never heard the first ever episode please do because it's ridiculous <laughs> I imagine listening back to it now um, I but, might even but, have to now yeah. but the, the thing that amazed me the most is just the like when we was doing it was the fact that I expected to just do a really uh, cruddy podcast you know no, no kind of production values at all or anything like that uh, just two blokes talking on the phone and the first thing that happened was he like, oh, I've got a jingle, and played that. And I was like, oh, shit. So I was like, he's actually put some money on this. And... Nah. Just a quiet swear. No, I think, just, you know, just, just, yeah, no money spent on it. Just called in some favours. <laughs> um, okay. Should we start? So yeah. We're going to start. I'll tell you what, I'll talk over you. You talk over me. No one will get anything done. And yeah. then we can go in an hour's time. <laughs> uh, okay, start at the top then. Who's asking? Uh, well, I, I think I would have started at the top, but it looks like it's now at the bottom. It looks like it's all in a weird order. So, oh, that's definitely, definitely the first question I saw all right. um, was from our good friend, Mr. Lee Manaby, at uh, the Unofficial Universal Lando podcast. If you wish to listen to a podcast that isn't Disney-related or ha- features us, please listen to that one. Um, who said, if you could take one ride system from Universal Orlando... I believe he means the Universal Orlando Resort. Yep. 
what would it be and what theme would you make it? So that, that, is, that is a great question. Mm. Um, and just to show that we've prepared and we've all thought about this, who wants to go first? <laughs> well, I could, I could cheat and go first. Go on then. Because what I would do is I would take out the Spider-Man ride yeah, mm-hmm. and I'd plonk it in Hollywood Studios as a, as Spider- a Spider-Man <laughs> ride. <laughs> I, um, surely that's, that's allowed, isn't it? I, I, it? Well, whether it's allowed or not, or whether it's within, these, within the spirit of the game... <laughs> According to the lawyers, it's not allowed. Okay. Not yet. Okay. I am. Um, I, I had thought about this actually. Um, yeah. I did find it very, uh, very interesting questions. Thank you, Lee. Um, I mean, I actually thought of a few. Oh, far I, away. I think the technology that I'm, I've been most impressed with at Universal is probably. I mean, I've not been in uh, in Diagon Alley, so I can't talk about the new uh, coaster there. But I did love the um, Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey mm. uh, ride, and I think the technology used there with the arm yep, is, yep. is excellent. Uh, so um, I think I would go for, for that technology, and I would incorporate it into a Star Wars-themed attraction, probably themed around the uh, X-Wing attack on a Death Star from A New Hope. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think I think that could be you know with the domes and everything like that, I think that could be used quite well, and you could have some practical uh, ships, yeah, as well. So it looks like they're actually flying towards you and stuff like that. Um, yeah, so so that was that was my that was my first thought of that was to take that technology from that ride uh, and move that to Hollywood Studios for Star Wars. What about yourselves? All right, Mr. D, go on. Okay. Um... <clears throat> Yeah, so I thought about Forbidden Journey, but the other one that you've already mentioned it, Nick, that it's a bit different from anything in Disney, because I think that's the problem. Some of the ride systems are the same, so to me, yeah. there's only a couple that are different, and the other one is a Spider-Man ride. Mm. So it was kind of thinking about you know what to retheme the Spider-Man ride uh, around, and and, and I, I came at it from the point of view of well, what isn't in the parks that I like that would make a good ride and for me the Incredibles is a big gap so mm. I'd like to see the Spider-Man ride rethemed as an Incredibles type attraction okay I like it good call yeah yeah, yeah good call uh, I, I think Epcot needs a few more thrill rides especially in World Showcase mm-hmm. you could at a push say at least Future World has got mission space and the sum of all thrills that used to be there and the test track, whatever. But I think World Showcase needs some thrill rides. So I would take Rip Ride Rocket mm-hmm. and I would place it in England. I think that's the natural place for it. Mm-hmm. And I would theme it around the Battle of Britain. Where nice. you sit in the car and it's a Spitfire or a Hurricane. And I'm not going to be biased. Obviously, it's 70th anniversary of VA Day here. And the music they're playing, rather than giving you a choice of rock and roll, would be something traditionally British, like Iron Maiden's Aces High. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the car in front of you is a mixture smith. So and, you're like and you, you get dog yeah. fighting it. Or, or a Fokker. Oh, and if you if you took some more ride. I guess it's almost Toy Story Mania or Buzz Lightyear or the Men in Black and put little guns on them. <laughs> you score points for hitting the back of the other the other car in front of you. No, you're talking. As you're going on a roller coaster, you have to shoot stuff. <laughs> I, th- I think that, that that's got yeah, that's got potential for me. Yeah. When you said you were going to put it in England, I thought you were going to retheme it as Rip Raid Stevenson's rocket. I thought that's where you were going. <laughs> a little bit slow, yeah. It's a little bit <laughs> slower. Steam-powered roller coaster. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. That's that. How very Disneyland Paris. A bit of steampunk for you. Did um, did no one think about maybe taking um, the attraction known as Twister? Because obviously that's that's got very good ride yeah. technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and theming it. Well, again, that could go. Um, in the uh, in the England section of Epcot again, um, and you could always have it introduced by Michael Fish, 
<laughs> There's going to be people that's going to go completely over their head, isn't there? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, we've just alienated all of our American listeners. <laughs> yeah, Michael. So nearly everyone that listens to this show. Shall we actually like? Yeah, give yeah. them a give them um, a, a few years ago. There was um, some particularly strong winds that blew down some trees, and it became known as a great hurricane. It wasn't really; it was nothing. There was no Bill Paxton going mad and chasing it round. Um, but it was announced with our uh, one of our BBC TV weathermen standing in front of his his little map the night before, saying, "No, there's nothing scheduled. There's no hurricane. There's no big wind coming in. It'll be a normal night like any other night." And his name was Michael Fish, wasn't it? It was. Yes, that's it. Yeah. Because John Ketley was a weatherman. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's Michael Fish. I, I think it was. Yeah. I mean, indeed, it wouldn't be like us to be factually inaccurate, would it? Let's be honest. Not at all. Or, or, um, or how about possibly taking the ride system from um, one fish, two fish? And transposing it, and maybe I don't know, making because it goes round and up and down. Maybe making it something like I have some magic carpets, or or maybe some rocket ships in Tomorrowland, or possibly even some elephants in Dumbo. Mm. Mm. I, I, mean, I, I don't know. There's this this, this this kind of feeling I've got that it it might have been done, but I'm not. I don't know why I would have that thought. Because I don't think across. Most theme parks around the world, there's enough rides that go round and round and up and down, and a bit of up and down. Yeah, yeah. Maybe something that they could do more of. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they can enhance the technology somewhat by making them tilt backwards and forwards a bit. Mm. It's like a 4D type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so, I like your thinking. Yeah, I might have to work on that idea a bit more. Mm. Or I, I, I mean, I've got to be honest. I'm thinking about what else is there. And stuff they're lacking. I mean, I was thinking about the Simpsons, yeah. but really, we've got Startles, and yes, yeah. the technology is different, but it is still it, it's a simulator, a simulator. of sorts. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So, I mean, I suppose really the Revenge of the Mummy. Yeah. Um, and I, I think I would have to take that technology and try and do something with Tron around it. I'm not quite sure if it would be. Well, I mean, it'd certainly be frilly enough for, for saying like Tron, you yeah. know, a light cycle uh, type thing. Yeah, type um, vehicle going backwards and forwards. Yeah. It wouldn't be flames, it would be digital stuff. But maybe it. saying that, maybe really that would probably be better with the technology from the Transformers. Possibly, possibly. Mm. Yeah. So maybe that actually, maybe that. I mean, I, I actually think, I mean, I know we've got the, the Tron coaster coming in Shanghai. Yeah. Um, soon and that's going to be its own little thing but I think that that technology could really work well with Tron actually yeah what about that what about that walkthrough one is it Poseidon's Fury yeah I couldn't think of anything as a theme it to but I love yeah. that I love yeah. that walkthrough I think it's very it's a very bit clever different, isn't it? it's mm. a different sort of experience mm. yeah mm, barely remember it so. no it is fun yeah, yeah. I, I definitely remember it but it's one that I, we haven't really been back a couple of times. Mm-hmm. I've got to be honest. I know. I know we're not doing a, a news-based bit at the moment, yeah. but I've got to be honest. The, the, the announcement of uh, Kong Island mm. this week, because uh, the, the, the the big regret I've had in my life is never being able to experience confrontation. Yeah. That was the one ride I always wanted to go on when I was a kid, and the fact that I mean, I, I, I imagine they're not going to build a new animatronic Kong. So I'm guessing it will be a, a 3D projection or something, or maybe not even 3D, but just a projection of him instead. Um, but it's still the the, the pictures are shown so far, and the area's being that's being built is quite big. And um, yeah, I, I think it's going to be an amazing ride. Because if, if they build a massive animatronic Kong, is the, are they going to learn the lessons learned by the Yeti? Or is it? Or, well, or, or, or in about four years' time, is there going to be this massive disco Kong? <laughs> but I think you know. I think that's why that's one of the reasons why they wanted to get rid of that attraction in the first place was because it did used to break down quite a lot, mm. and it was quite temperamental because of technology. And you know, if you think about how big Kong was, yeah. and and I mean, it was the biggest animatronic ever built, yeah. still to this day, and probably with within good reason. Oh, um, you, you can and, never have enough massive Kong. Well, no, I, I look. You, you know, you're talking to the wrong 
or the right person for that. Um, but um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I think they're going to do a good job. I think it's going to be a great ride. I'd love it to be more like the original, just mm. because I'm selfish. But yeah, really looking forward to that. So I can't unfortunately take that to Disneyland. So um, yeah, I think I, I still think they could probably do something with the mummy, but I'm not. I, I'm struggling to think of a theme. Mm. What what's Disney got that's really thrilling? Million Dollar Arm? Not really. No. Sorcerer's Apprentice. No. Mm. No. Unless you mean the Mickey Mouse version. Pete's Dragon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there's a new Pete's Dragon coming out. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't there? there um, is. You know. No. You know what? Move it to World Showcase. Take the Mummy attraction. Move it to World Showcase. Um, Move it to the American Pavilion, and mm. it can be a Phineas and Ferb roller coaster. Yeah. Now, whereabouts in World Showcase? America, American, American yeah, Pavilion. Um, yeah, because there's not there's not much there, is there? Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, another thing because <laughs> another <laughs> not the reason why I was thinking it, but that's been cancelled this week. So no yeah. more Phineas and Ferb. That's that's uh, unfortunately going to be uh, cease to be created but um, because of the fact there's so many episodes it's not going to be going off anyone's safe for about the next five years so we'll still know about it but uh, I mean have you guys actually ever seen Phineas with Verb? Yeah. So you know I, it's the kind of thing if they wanted to build like an amazing roller coaster, you yeah. can you, you can see that you know they've got the flame effects as well that can be incorporated into it Right. And, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going to ask Lee the same question in reverse, but okay, you've got one choice. You can take one ride system from a Disney park and put it in Universal. Mm. Go on then. He's not here. I know. So you can have a go. <laughs> uh, from a Disney park, something that Universal hasn't got then. Yeah. Uh, hmm. <laughs> okay. I, I, I think something they could do with the Kong Island um, is it's a small world type ride <laughs> with boats and really small monkeys leading up to the Kong at the end. Yeah, small well, dancing and singing. Yeah, small cartoon dancing and singing monkeys. It's a King Kong after all. It's a King Kong. No, I'll be, I'll be dreaming about that tonight. <laughs> you... You were about to doubt my parentage, weren't you? <laughs> yeah. You know what? I would take I would take the Dunbar attraction and I'd probably theme it to Doctor Zeus in some way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, sure that's, really, that's really out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I think it's out <laughs> It's round and round and up and down. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Now, the next few yeah. questions I've got are shared equally between Kevin and Lewis. I like it. That's how I like it to be. Yeah. Um I would, I would, um, I would take, uh, I would take the technology from. Oh, I, I, Joe can't answer the serious answer. I would take the uh, ride technology from the Ellen's Energy Adventure and throw that to Universal, and they can do whatever the hell they want with it. But they need a boring ride as much as uh, as we do at Disney. I, I, um, I, I think Ellen's Energy Adventure just needs to be moved slightly within World Showcase. To work. A couple of hundred, the park, a couple of hundred yards down and into the lake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but now you know what you can Universal as a gift to you from giving us the rides that we've just taken from you. We will give you the right technology from Test Track, and you can finally do something with the Fast and Furious. Okay. Yeah. At least make it a figure of eight so you can drift though. Mm. Yeah, I have to in Tokyo, but yes. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I think that could work out well. Cool, cool. Okay, um, let's pick one of the other questions. Uh, simple, ah, simple, almost binary question. What is your favourite Disney movie? Movie can be live action or animated. Craig, Craig, butted and answered that one with the Further Adventures of Walt's Frozen Head. <laughs> so I guess that answer's now been stolen. Patent pending. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, this is the same. I hate when people ask questions like this. Not that it's a bad question, it's a good question. Yeah. But what I mean is, I think quite often it, it de- depends on your mood. Yep. Um, 
that just your mood. Very often depends on your mood. Um, yeah. My favourite film of all time changes on a regular basis. I, I, I couldn't really have one. But, but it's uh, fairly Tron based. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I mean, the thing is, like, I do love Tron. I know, I know people picked up on that. I do love Tron uh, and Tron Legacy. But at the same time, you know, I, I'm also the first to admit they're not very good films. I love them. But they're not amazing in in you know the, the history of film. They've got amazing effects. They've got an average story. They've got you know reasonable acting. Um, they're not amazing by any stretch of the imagination. But they just mean something to me. Um, even though, even though I'm really sick of it now, I still think Toy Story Three is pretty close to perfection in terms of story um, and and the emotional attachment you have with uh, with the characters, especially ones that are essentially just toys. Yeah. I think that's, that's where that kind of comes into its own. Um, I really like Dick Tracy as well. Okay, that's yeah. an interesting choice. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I know it's not very well loved, but that's another film that I think is quite underrated, really. Um yeah. Yeah, okay, so I'm going to stick okay. with those two. It's a live action and an animated one. Okay, okay. Mm. But we all know the true answer is Tron Legacy, so... Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I, I, I agree completely that it depends on what mood you're in. But yeah. if I was going to have a go-to film because I was in a completely neutral, I don't care what, I just want to watch a film, nothing else is on telly, my go-to film would always be Star Wars. Yeah. A, episode 4 of New Hope. Um, but whether that classifies as Disney because although Disney have bought Lucasfilm if you actually download the digital downloads from um, for iTunes A New Hope is the only one they haven't changed the Lucasfilm intro on and the 20th Century Fox fanfare right so before I get into why so with, with the uh, the Empire Strikes Back um, so the Jedi and so forth so what is the opening to those then the opening to them, they yeah. they've added a slightly different fanfare, and it now opens with the um, Disney Buena Vista Entertainment. Really, but sure. but it and it, it's a very similar sounding uh, fanfare, but it's not the 20th Century Fox fanfare. Yeah, but my digital download of A New Hope still had the 20th Century Fox searchlights uh, and and stingers. Yeah, That's what I can answer. Be. I can answer that for you. Go on. Then. So when when Disney bought Lucasfilm, and obviously the main reason for buying Lucasfilm was because they wanted Star Wars, yep. it gave them the rights to everything made after episode. Well, episode. Uh, sorry, let me start again because I'm obviously getting drunk. Um, <laughs> when they bought Lucasfilm, it gave them the rights from everything, including Episode Five and beyond, that has been made by Lucasfilm. Episode Four, the lifetime rights to that are owned by Fox. Yeah. So with the deal that they've done, because obviously there's no new box set that's come out or anything like that. And again, when that happens, and it, and it will do, when they want to release a new box set, they're going to have to um, cut a deal with Fox to do that. Now, it seems like what's happened is that they've obviously come to an agreement with Fox for digital uh, download, which also includes the Fox logo still being at the front of the film, but that's why it'd be different for the rest of the films. Yeah, there you go, you see. So it's interesting. But, um, I mean, uh, I don't want to pick you on a technicality, but, you know, in my opinion, it wasn't made by Disney, uh, or it wasn't made for Disney. Exactly. So I'm I'm going to throw a curveball out there for a rare and lesser known Disney film, um, Dragon Slayer. Mm-hmm. It's so Dennis Quaid. Um, no. no, that was um, no, God. That was a like, Dragon Slayer was years ago, like early eighties. Um, right. Very rarely seen. I don't see, and I haven't seen it for a long time. But it always sticks in my mind. Maybe it's because it was around at the time when Dungeons and Dragons was the big fad, and that was the thing I was playing at. It's a very. Um, a it's a very. Um... 
Mm. You know, the early yeah. 80s is, is a very um, weird time for um, Disney because that's at a time when... Dragon's Lair, you know, 1981. Yeah, Peter McNichol. Yeah. As well, Paramount Pictures and Walt Disney. Yeah, because I imagine it would have been a... Uh, a Buena Vista release rather than Disney. Yeah. Not yeah. that that matters, but, yeah. you know, because, I mean, obviously, it sounds a bit more than a, a normal Disney film. It, it's an 81 action-adventure yeah. kind of thing. So, yeah, I'm, wow. I'm, I'm going to have to see if it's even on. And the, the Emperor's in it as well. Yeah. Ian McDiarmid. I, I, someone has fired up IMDB in the background. He is indeed. Yeah. yeah, it's because of audio. Uh, this is what it says: a co-production between Paramount Pictures and Walt Disney Productions. Dragon Slayer was more mature and realistic than other Disney films of the period, because of audience expectations for a more family-friendly film from Disney. The film's violence, adult themes, and brief nudity uh, were somewhat controversial at the time, even though Disney did not hold U.S. distribution rights, which were held by Paramount. Disney later created Touchstone Pictures to produce more mature fare, starting in 1984's Splash. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I I knew that, but I didn't know when Touchstone yeah. started. But that makes sense. Yeah, um, that, that that's one of my favourite Disney films. Because I mean, I haven't got, seen I've, it for so long. Yeah, I've not seen for a long time the, the Black Cauldron, which was a I think eighty five Disney film. Um, but it seems to be, you know, at that time, Disney were kind of just throwing everything at the wall and seeing if anything stuck. Would Would we also count Henson? As Disney. Well, I would only count anything that was from about 92 onwards when they actually started to co produce stuff. The Dark Crystal? No, it's too early. All right. Uh, Mr. D, come on in. Well, I was going to call Muppets as well. Muppet. Probably either Muppet Christmas Carol or Muppet Treasure Island. Um, And then I was also going to cheat with Readers of the Lost Ark. <laughs> yeah. You and your Lucasfilm loopholes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least one of them's been in the parks a lot longer, yeah. That's right. If I don't get away with any of that, um, <laughs> <laughs> then I'd probably go back to something like, and again, it does depend what mood. Pixar, yep. How to beat Toy Story, but really like Up. Yeah. And Wally. Yeah. How many can I have? <laughs> you know what I think that's the problem though is that I think because you know technically you know it does say Disney and Disney and Pixar were kind of separate until like the, the noughties um, but you, you find them so synonymous with each other but, but I mean I think one thing that Pixar have done so well with the very odd blip uh, in that period is just tell stories like no one else mm. Um except maybe the Japanese, uh, when it comes to animation films and it being kind of edgy. But, I mean, that the first 15 minutes of Up is just phenomenal. Yeah. Even now, uh, yeah. gets you. Um, you know, we've mentioned Toy Story and how clever they were. Um, Wally, you know, it, it's got almost no speaking for the first 20 minutes of the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, you know, it, it just... Pushing, pushing the boundaries of what is considered to be mainstream yeah. um, animation from a company like that. Yeah. And also as well, the, the fights they've had, because, you know, they had a real struggle making up because of the promotional times with the toy companies turning around and saying, what are we supposed to do? No one wants to buy toys of an old man and a boy scout and a floating house. You know, and that was a yeah. real bone of contention. You know, they have to they have to really push hard that this film was going to work um, against things like that. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's, that's a different kettle of fish. I think mm. you can name a lot of Pixar films like that. Um, also, we didn't mention things like more recent films like John Carter, which I think is really yeah. good and underrated. Yeah, but, would, just watch... would it, but would it make a, like, a list of favourite films? I don't mm. think it's, it's not as... It's, it may be a good film, yeah. well-made and underrated, but... I don't think it'll ever be classified as someone's beloved film. No. I just watched it for the first time about three weeks ago. And I thought it was pretty good. I, I quite liked yeah. it. I mean, I don't know why it got slated. Well, I don't know why it got slated, but I don't think it deserved to get slated. Mm. I thought it was a pretty decent film. 
I think it it did what it needed to do. It told mm-hmm. a story of, of a you know told an old story yeah. in a new way. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think there was much wrong with it, but yeah, yeah I just think it was. Uh, they they expected it to be more, and I, I, you know, I think it's that thing where when there's a troubled production, people like to jump on it. Yeah. And similar, you know, it happened similarly to uh, the Lone Ranger, which, in my opinion, actually deserved what it got. Um, I think John yeah. Carter was treated quite badly, really, mm. and was just yeah. seen. And, and also, I mean, the, you know, you can argue that with a few of their things like that. Uh, you know, even with Tron, the marketing for it just didn't go anywhere, and they wonder why these films don't make as much money as they expect them to. Do I think they're going to learn anything from Tron Three? No, <laughs> I don't think they're going to make the exact same mistakes they did last time. And to be honest, does Disney care anymore? Not that much. They've got Star Wars. Uh, and Marvel. Cool. But I, Marvel. I, I, I did forget Big Hero 6. I really like Big Hero 6. I thought that was a great film. Yeah. That is, that, you know, I'm looking for. I'm going to buy that on Blu ray and I'm looking forward to watching that again. I think that's going to be yeah. one of my favourites. I'm Wrecking Ralph, actually. Jeez. Yeah. Disney yeah. films recently have been pretty good and no mention of Frozen. Good. Yeah. And I, I'll throw I, in I, one. I, yeah. I, shall, I, I shall go and ask my five and eight year old, what's your favourite <laughs> Disney film? I guarantee I know the answer. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? What will they say? Frozen. They'll say Frozen. Frozen. <laughs> but I will, I will throw in one as an honourable mention, which might be a little bit controversial, but it's because the later films have actually soured the opinion of the first one. Any idea where I'm going with this? Well, unless you're going to go on the Star Wars route as well. Um, no, nah, nah, I'm sticking ooh, pure Disney. Pure, ooh, pure Disney. Connection to the theme parks as well. Pirates. Yeah, mm. I like the original pirates. I thought the original the original pirate film was yeah. really good. Yeah, it, it, later yeah, ones. I, I think the first one from a you know from being theme park aficionados, there were so many little you know, gotchas and little notices. Mm-hmm. The the dog with the keys in its mouth, the various things like that. Yeah, uh, and then yeah, after that, it just becomes a film about pirates. Yeah. To be honest, though, I think I think what happened was again, Disney execs did not get it. They hated Johnny Depp impression of Keith Richards. They just mm. didn't think it was going to work, yeah. and so I think they kind of tried to shoot their load a little bit with the first one because they thought they might only, you know, yeah. although they were aiming for a franchise, there was that feeling this, this may not work. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, I I actually don't. I've got a soft spot for the second Pirates, mm-hmm. but the third one just bores me to tears, yeah. and the fourth one? one just lost the magic. And yeah. the fifth one's on on the make at the moment. Okay, yeah. There we go. Uh, which does lead nicely into the next question. Then. Go yeah. on. Which go. ride, not currently a movie, would you like to see made into a movie? Oh. Um. Go on there. Test track the movie. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> no, it's terrible. Um, God, that's, a, that's, a, that's a tough question. We should have really done what we don't normally do and actually research the show. <laughs> um, <laughs> the Circle 360. Visions of Canada. Maelstrom, the movie. <laughs> it's gone. Oh. It's gone. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, good. Um... <laughs> Oh no! How? How? The haunted mansion. Because we're just forgetting those ones. It's only been a crappy movie. It's going to be a a, a a totally better movie. Um, How about? uh, I've lost it. Big Thunder Mountain. That's the only one I can think of that hasn't been. It was going to. It was going to be one, wasn't it? And it didn't. Um, I'll tell you what. Expedition Everest. There you go. Yeah, there you go. That'd make a movie. Nice idea. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, someone trying to find a mythical yeti, and the treasure that bestows upon finding it. Oh. Yeah, I can see that's Car- a nice action romp starring um, Carly, Jerry, oh, Jerry Van Dyke and yeah. Carly Rae Jepsen. <laughs> Dick Van Dyke. No, no, his son. <laughs> so Dave. Oh no, no, sorry. Jerry Van Dyke is his brother, isn't it? Um, Barry Van Dyke. <laughs> yeah, he's got to be in his fifties now. <laughs> I, I was thinking like. possibly a, a film of Carly River Rapids about a, a family that go on a raft uh, and get stranded and have to get rescued. That's pretty unlikely. 
imitating real happened. life or something like that. <laughs> oh, we could have done the uh, Safari. Yeah. The Safari track. If I, Animal Kingdom appears to be the one that hasn't got the ride's name. Yeah. Maybe that's why it sucks so much. Dinosaur. Yeah. There you go. Dinosaur. That'd make a good movie. Yeah, about a time-travelling... Yeah. Someone wasn't who goes it, to wasn't get it originally... You know, somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't it originally supposed to be themed around the animated film of the same name? There no. aren't any ties to it. You, you, you no, may the other, be the other way around, actually, I think. It was, oh, was it really? Yeah, it started off as Countdown to Extinction. Yes, that's right. Yeah. And at the front, there was a statue of a Stegosaurus. Hmm. And then they brought out the Disney film and they rethemed the ride and called it Dinosaur and put the whatever the dinosaur is, Iguanodon? Uh, no. Okay. At the front. So they actually rethemed it to the movie. Oh, yeah, we still got photographs of the first time we went. That's the original theming. Okay. Yeah, because that would have been about '98, wouldn't it? Opened. Yeah, yeah. Dinosaurs around 2000, 2001. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. And we went. Yeah, we went in '98 for the first time. That was the first our first trip. Flash How about man. the uh, people move in a movie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Starring Craig Lucas Splash as the driver. <laughs> Splash Mountain. Uh, unfortunately, Splash Mountain was a film. No, it was a film that they took the ride out of, but it wasn't actually around oh, it. Oh no, no, sorry, I'm thinking of the, I'm thinking. I was getting confused with the Country Bears. <laughs> Flash, Flash Mountain. Oh no, that's a different movie. <laughs> <laughs> and only available in specialist download. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there must be some more. Is there a film somewhere about a riverboat that just goes round and round and round? Don't know. Or cars that go round and round, round. and round. Or Tokyo it's a small movie. world, the movie. Oh, would that be Cows a horror? Would that, would that be like, I think there's one. There's already one about that. We can't use small world because I think there's already been one called Chucky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? That that reminds me. I really wish they'd actually followed through with that. Um, John Favreau project, the Magic Kingdom. Whatever happened to that? Just well, died. Nothing. Just died. Yeah, it just got into development. How doesn't, uh, doesn't John Favreau? Isn't he responsible for Tomorrowland? No, that's Brad Bird, who uh, also directed the, uh, the Incredibles and oh, true, um, yeah. Ratatouille. Um, no, John Favreau is doing the Jungle Book, the live-action Jungle Book for Disney mm. at the moment. So he's still doing a Disney project, yeah. just not that one. Just that not, one's just, just not the one we actually want. Yeah, I mean, I, I imagine Jungle Book would be okay, but I'm not, not listening. Because there haven't been enough live-action Jungle Books. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I've got Jungle a question. Cruise. Jungle Cruise, the That's movie. Jungle Cruise, the movie. That, yeah. that, there yeah. there was some rumours that that was going to happen a little while ago. Well. I seem to remember even a couple of our early podcasts actually alluded yeah. to the fact that I think there I were rumours. Right. With the yeah. CGI technology we've got these days, you barely recreate the backside of water, and it'd be very realistic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it would be. <laughs> Almost like the real thing. <laughs> or filmed against a green screen. <laughs> I'm going to pop over to Twitter. Yeah. Uh, by the way, thank you for that question as well, Lewis. Um, we did get a question on Twitter, which was from uh, one new at Disney. Yeah. So, uh, recent guest of the show, who said. If you were restricted to why uh, to I can't even pronounce my R's now. If you were restricted to ride one ride for the whole day, breaking for only potty and eating, which would you choose? Which is quite so. What he's done is he's essentially taken what he's trying to do with one year and in the past it. and condensed that to mm-hmm. one ride for the day. Yeah. So yeah. Got so. It. First, first things first, we're all grown up here. You can use the word toilet without having to use the word potty. But we do have potty <laughs> mouth sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> probably where he was going with that. Oh, it always makes me giggle in the park to hear some grown adult tell me, go, do you want to go potty? Do you want to go potty? <laughs> I usually shoot. Yes. Yay! <laughs> Only if I can use your fanny pack. <laughs> um, yeah, so, go, so come on, guys. We're going for Easy. That's easy. Toy Story Midway Mania. That's it. Different. He, he stole yeah. it. He stole it. That's, that's the only one I could do over and over again. <laughs> um, does the Indiana Jones epic stunt spectacular count? Because eventually nah. you will get picked. 
<laughs> it's, it's not a right though, is it? If you no. call it Khalil over Rapid, you may be that all day anyway. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. if recent news is anything to go by. Yeah. Um, see, the thing is, like, Paul's come away with the best answer. Because yeah, that's, that's it. The you thing got is, first. What, what you got to think about is if you're doing this all day long, you don't want something that's going to make you too motion sick. No. Because um, I was thinking, oh, test track, easy, love that ride. But to be doing that all day long, you'd, you'd probably get a bit queasy after a while. Yeah. Um, so I think with that in mind... Utopia. Yeah. The Tomorrowland Speedway. Is it, like, what's it called there? Whatever it's called now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's an interesting concept for all day. That constant... Oh, God, yeah. Well, see, constant. the thing is, I was thinking constant. Jungle Cruise, but then you got to hear those jokes. jokes all day long. Yeah, yeah. If I was... If I could do it in Hong Kong... I'd, I'd go, I'd go yeah. with the Jungle Cruise and I'd do it in the three different languages of English and the two various Chinese languages. That, that was a good one. That was a good show, that was. Mm-hmm. You tell us about that, that was cracking. I, uh, yeah, that's where I'd go with that one. I'd quite happily spend all day cause it, just to hear them laughing in Chinese. <laughs> There's nothing racist about it, I just find it funny. Um, oh Christ, I don't know. A whole day on one ride and never leaving it would be a hell of a challenge. Yeah. People mover. Yeah, yeah. It's not a bad You can take, you can take sandwiches. Yeah, you see the world go by. <laughs> and an, iPad, again, full, and an iPad fully charged <laughs> to watch films on while I go around. Yeah. Um, you could go on Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin. Yeah, and hopefully, because if you get a bit travel sick, you can always not spin it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about Spaceship Earth? Yeah, that's another yeah. one. Got it's quite sleep, chilled out. Down. Um, Eden's Energy Adventure for the same reason. Yep, Hall of Presidents. <laughs> <laughs> Carousel of Progress. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, yeah. you get the song, don't you? Yeah, oh, yeah, the song oh, yeah. would do yeah, it. You'd yeah, be a, you'd be a blithering idiot by the time you came off. I mean, I mean the song. if you were before. If you yeah, before, I, yeah. I, I apologise. I'm not burning your flag or anything, but the same could be said for the American Adventure if you sat in that show all day, because eventually that golden dream would get to you. <laughs> um, yeah, you so what, you would, you, what you would you definitely not want to be on for the whole? Oh, it's a small world. Come on. Yeah, yeah, that's a horror. I mean, again, it's it's not even a ride because I mean. You know, if you if you were able to wear noise cancelling headphones, I think I could actually ride that all day. Oh, because yeah. it's quite easy going, isn't it? It's nice yeah. and chilled. I wonder if they work. Yeah, that would have. To, but we need someone to go to the park with a pair of noise cancelling headphones on and ride "It's a Small World" and tell us if they work. First person to do that wins a prize. I think you have to get you know the little earbud ones. You'd have to. Yeah. Get the earbud ones, noise cancelling, and then on top of those, the big cans as well. <laughs> a, massive set, a massive set of safety cans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it might work. They just work. Oh, no, I think if I was... I, I could almost survive on It's a Small One over and over again because, again, it's not motion sickness, but it's... Mission it, Space. It, mission Space or team, ta- Tower of Terror. Yeah, over and over again. But I wouldn't want to be on all day. Yeah, rock and roller coaster, same. Like I love it, but I don't think I could do that all day. No, I'd I'd end up with with some sort of neck brace on. Yeah. Um, Oh, could you imagine doing Space Mountain all day? If you're talking about neck brace, I find that ride ridiculously hard going. Anyway, it is. Yeah, Yeah, alone. I I go on it out of nostalgia. I don't actually like it at all. I find it very, very uncomfortable. Um, although if we were going down the California route, if you were to do Matterhorn all day long, it wouldn't do your Chalfonts and Giles any good whatsoever. No. <laughs> Google it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So no, no, won't, won't, won't they come up with some bizarre geolocation? Yeah. I don't know. Is is there a Cockney rhyming slang dictionary that Chalfonts and Giles would look at? Just take a rubber ring with you. Um. Okay, <laughs> what was next? Uh, oh, simple question. Are you going to enter a team for the Disneyland Paris Half Marathon? 
That's pretty easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, no. You know what? See, I don't think that is because um, I've seen some of our podcast rivals do so. Mm-hmm. Now, let, I, I think that the problem with this already, the main problem with this, and other people like other podcasts doing this, or other people doing this yeah. already, saying they're doing it, is that you can't just walk into this thing. Well, you can, but what I mean is, you have to apply for it. You have to, um, you know, get a space. Yeah. Now we've got no idea. It's the first ever one. Disneyland Paris. Got no idea how busy it's going to be. So, um, you know, I think anyone that's saying already they're doing it or they've got a team and sponsor and all that, you're getting a little bit ahead just because, unless you've got a guaranteed place by Disney, um, you know, I, 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 and it's, you know, apparently information is not actually out yet, just a date of next September, then, you know, I think you're, you're getting a bit too excited. But, um, I, me personally, would love to do the Disneyland Paris half marathon. Um, I'd like to do a full marathon, but I, I don't think my body can take it. But I could definitely think I could, with the right amount of prep, do a half marathon. So, um, for me, I would be interested in trying to get a team organised for that event. Well, I, I think, you know, I, I don't necessarily want to speak for Mr D but I feel I probably will be. I say, are we going to enter a team for the Disneyland Paris Half Marathon? No, we're just going to sponsor Nick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, uh, but, no, it doesn't say there, like, what it says there, are you going to enter a team? It doesn't say, are all of you going to be doing the race? <laughs> so, the thing is, if we've got listeners that would like to do it with uh-huh. a very, very... What's what's lower than Z list? Oh, yeah. oh, it starts going numerical then, doesn't it? Yeah, see? Yeah, so if we go not Z list, but uh, seven, number seven, uh, rated celebrity on the alphabetical scale, um, then, you know, potentially you could, you could join me um, and we could have a little Disaster Dark team. Yeah. Uh, with me as the only representation from the actual podcast, but that's fine. And, unless we can get some sort of professional sports people like uh, Kelly Southerton or Jessica Ennis, because then I'd be quite happy to enter them into the race. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we're going to get that um, unless they're big fans of the show. I don't know. We I, could I, ask. I don't know if if anyone knows Kelly Southerton or Jessica Ennis. Um, feel free to ask if we can enter them. Jessica Ennis into the now. race. <laughs> I got a frosting. Just to clean it up. Just, just, um, just, to, just to make the joke and really drive home the point that I was making or, for complete smut. Or, or Mo Farah, um, you know. Mm. Oh, okay, I'll, I'll ask my, my buddy Whitey. He might do it. He's Who? just run the my buddy Whitey. You, you haven't met. Him. Is he a he, droid? Uh, he's, huh? <laughs> Is he a droid? Yes, yes. <laughs> um, he's just uh, run, uh, not one ran the London Marathon for the second year in a row and also did the Brighton Marathon just before that and I think he's got another marathon this year as well so he's pretty fit so he might do that with me um, yeah so so in answer to, to your question there Kevin um, we Nick. might possibly enter a team we just won't all be doing it <laughs> yeah, Craig will do it he's not here to defend himself yeah, so so we've entered Craig. Craig. We've entered Craig. Yeah, That'll yeah. serve him right for driving, <laughs> for working tonight. Well, Craig should have been in. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the team right. is already called four fat middle-aged piss heads. So don't know where they got that. Don't know where from. they got the other few from. No. There we go. Forty years. Um, Kevin also asked another question. Uh, Kevin Hurton, Curtis uh, Allen. Yeah. Which was apparently I'm not allowed to answer this question. Yeah. Um, what's your favourite correctable? My, mine's actually Benny Button Fluff. So I'm not sure why I wasn't allowed to answer that one. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah you failed to specify Disney. <laughs> First strike. Old, yes. old, old copies of magazines found under a hedge when I was a teenager. Or by the train tracks. So I, I'm guessing. I'm guessing he was specifically referring to Disney because he does have a picture of. Uh, I think that's um, a Brayo Mickey Mouse. I think it's it's called that. Um, for those that don't know what that is, or Brio or something, but um, 
it's a Mickey Mouse figurine, but it's it's kind of split into different colours and patterns. So his shoes are two different colours and patterns, and the other shoe is two different colours and patterns. His body is about four different colours and patterns. His head is yellow. Half his head is something else. His ears are different colours. They're quite colourful figurines. But they're not Finalmation. And they're not Finalmation, no. You can buy these in in places like H. Samuels, and I'm sure other places as well. Um, I personally don't get them. I've seen them for for a multitude of Disney characters, but I I don't understand what it's supposed to be. I don't get it. Mm. Which is how everyone feels about Vinylmation. So (laughs) Um, so I I understand the confusion, certainly. Um, But but guys, do you have a favourite Disney kind of collectible? Mr. D, go on. Um, I guess we've got a few things we've collected over the years from our holidays. So I've got a a glow-in-the-dark... Um, sci-fi diner frisbee. Nice. Okay. Yeah, which we got when we went there. Oof, probably '98 or 2000. Um, but in terms of collectibles that are proper collectibles, the only thing we've got is a we've got a sort of fairly decent-sized pin collection, and there's a couple okay. there. Yeah, a couple there that the kids got me for my birthday, which were probably the first pins that we got. But I think the first pins we got were the Millennium pins, but yeah, when, when we uh, when we stayed there, but uh, that holiday the kids bought me a couple of pins. One of the kids bought me a saucer of Mickey, and the other one bought me a Mickey scuba diver because I'd just done a scuba diving course. <laughs> so those are probably my favourite ones. God, some of those pins as well. Like, I mean, I, I think some of the vinyls are worth some money, but some of those pins are worth a pretty penny. Yeah, we saw those Millennium ones. Yeah. So um, yeah, obviously you don't sell the ones to. Uh, <laughs> been bought by your kids, um, <laughs> but you might you might have some 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 coinage there. Yeah, we got yeah. a few of the original ones. Yeah. Speaking of coinage, ones. I actually think one of my favourite things to collect in the parks, and one of the cheapest ones as well, is the press pennies. Mhm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. yeah, Kelly's got a collection of those. Yeah. Not not just from Disney, but she's got quite a few Disney ones. Mm. Yeah. No, I, I, I I'm not a huge collector of, of of memorabilia like that um i've got a few probably less than 20 pins on a board currently sitting behind me right now um, the girls have got their pressed penny collections but it was it wasn't a collect everyone from a penny machine we went past it was oh look that one's got eeyore on it yeah so our, our oldest is into eeyore and anything with eeyore on it so Half of my pins that did have a year on it have now been acquired, <laughs> uh, and the same for the younger one with anything with Tigger on it. Um, in fact, when you go to um, the Crystal Palace restaurant, where mm. all the the Hundred Acre Wood characters are, um, Tigger actually took my youngest daughter's stuff, Tigger, and signed his autograph on the foot. So she hasn't. This this Tigger is now, and this is like coming up for nearly two years ago, and it's been to bed with her every night since then, and we cannot put it in the washing machine. If any of you have got little kids and have suffered from the cuddly toy that has been to bed with them and drooled on and dribbled on and chewed, it absolutely stinks. <laughs> um, well, it's funny you say that because. I, I don't know if I've said this before on the show or not, but um, our daughter does not has never had a dummy. She, we didn't want to try and give her one, but eventually we thought we'd, we'll try one. But she never took to a dummy. What she did take to was her dopey, yeah, because dopey is quite a big nose, his cuddly toy, yeah. and she has that as a comfort. So when she goes to bed she has to go to bed with Dopey. Now, similar thing to, to what Paul's saying, but it's been a little bit easier for us because, obviously, it's not been signed, so it was okay, but yeah. we've actually acquired an extra two Dopeys. <laughs> so we now have a collection. So one is used, um, then is put in a wash basket, and then again... And uh, and yes, there's a cycle of dopey. There's always a clean dopey for when she needs to go and have a sleep. 
but it's, it's not a good easy. idea to yeah cycle them cycle them regularly yeah um, because good. yeah and we've we've got a spare eeyore it's very rare because we bought him 14 years ago on our honeymoon and <laughs> he got acquired by the by, by ellie um but we've managed to source one that matches one from that era the same colors and everything but it's so much newer and we ha we haven't cycled them. It's like patently obvious what we you can't do it. So well, the funny thing is, is that Alice doesn't actually care that we've got. She she's seen the dopeys. Yeah. So she knows that she, there's three different dopeys, yeah. and she does not care. Excellent. She just wants one. Good choice. Uh, that that's what she's like for now. Wait till she's talking a bit more, Good and uh, you know that that could change. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> so I guess my favourite collectible, if I'm going to get slightly romantic about it, because I'm a couple of cans of beer down, is Memories. Oh, oh. big softy. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Anyway. But no, oh, I, think, <laughs> I think, no, I think, I think it's very good. I mean, we've got a box of stuff from our trips to Florida, where we've got park maps of that week. Because I, mean, I mean, that's a really simple one as well, park maps. Yeah, especially because they they quite often dated as well. Park mm. maps, coasters, yeah, anything else nah, I in the photo album from that particular thing. We got an extensive collection of those refillable insulated mugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gone back to when actually every resort had its own mug because now they've kind of yeah. standardised them, haven't they? Yeah, with the yes. chips in the bottom. Yep. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Well, have we got any? Oh, there was one question. The one last question at the top was from Cray. Question from me to you. If you could record a new podcast, what topic would it be about? Not sodding Disney. <laughs> You're asking about on a Disney podcast, Cray. <laughs> um, What's wrong with sodding Disney? <laughs> well, no, because he, he's talking about something different. Yeah. So, um... It, what topic would it be about? Um, I, I personally think that if we do a spin-off show, um, the topic of it should just be four blokes having a drink. Yeah. That is a topic within itself. What, what happened in the week's news this week? Yeah, a, yeah. Bit, a, bit, a bit like Padil and Skinner Unplanned. So pretty much, actually, what we do now... Yeah. But just going right, no. instead of just making sure it's all focused on Disney, yeah. um, on something else. Failing that, I don't know, maybe Star Wars? Yeah. yeah. Mm. We'll, we all quite like Star Wars. I don't my, know if that's my, my, yeah, interesting mine's, enough. Mine's fairly obvious. I would love to find people to do a James Bond podcast, but I, I've tried it, and what do you do? Read the, read the books, go through the films, and then it kind of. There isn't a theme park, there isn't a ride. It's like. Oh, what have we got? Oh, what's happened in the news? Here's the news from this week. There is still 24 more months to go before the next film. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's not, is there? Not now. It's probably, probably about 24 weeks. Yeah. Less than that, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do that one. I don't know. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> Does anything else interest me as much as Disney parks and news and saving up money to go on holiday again there? Mr. D? Yeah. Yeah, it's tough, isn't it? Because there's there's all sorts of other podcasts out there. Um, it's hard to find something that's completely original. I mean, I think if we were if we were going to diversify, then we'd probably go broader than just Disney. You know, yeah. Orlando or Florida in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could do uh, East Coast After Dark. Yeah, we'd all have to go out there. Yeah. Oh, what okay. shame! Sounds yeah. sounds like a tragic thing. Let's yeah. get our Kickstarter going. Yeah, yeah I mean, if Virgin want to sponsor us, we're uh, we're up for it. Or any other travel company will take anyone's money. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking like going back to Star Wars quickly, did you uh, did you guys see the video, the short video I posted of my new Yoda? No, no I did not. No, you post that on your I Facebook. Did, I uh, I posted it on uh, as Disaster After Dark. I think last Monday, Sunday, oh, Monday okay, last week's so the oh, third, fourth. It's so I don't know if you've seen it in the Disney stores, but they do these quite tall talking uh, Star Wars figures, mm -hmm. um, and they're about twenty pounds. And last for the for the uh, May the Fourth holiday, which of course we all celebrate being Star Wars fans. Yeah. Um, store were doing buy a Darth Vader or Stormtrooper and get an, an additional figure for Here a pound. 
Yeah. You found it. Awesome. And um, and so, so they had these. So we bought a Darth Vader and Stormtrooper and got a hand Solo and a uh, sorry, got a, a Luke Skywalker um, and a and a Boba Fett. But next to them, they had these new Yoda dolls, which had just come out, and they were five pounds more, but a bit smaller. And I had thought, well, they all talk. What's the video with this one? What makes this one so special? Thinking nothing of it, press the button. And have you just seen the video, Paul? Yeah. <laughs> and he he comes alive. Like he does, you know, like when you got a talking toy and you press the button, and you know the the noise comes out. Yeah, because that's a talking action figure. But this figure, the eyes and lips and ears all move in time. I honestly awesome. thought it'd been possessed <laughs> when I first saw it. I was standing there, like, freaking a little bit out. And Lindsay came over and she's like, what's wrong with you? And I went, that Yoda's talking. You, you, you were looking around for the guy with his hand to his mouth, scratching his nose. Absolutely, like, like, I, yeah. Like push the talking trash can. Yeah, oh, which is which is surface in Disneyland Paris. Yeah, I don't understand it, but he's <laughs> push there. Us. Push, yeah. yeah. But anyway, back to these Yoda dolls. Yeah. So they're like twenty-five quid. Sorry for the product placement, but it is it is honestly awesome. The next time you go to a Disney store, don't poo-poo it because it looks like a talking Yoda because it is one. But you actually watch it in action, and it's amazing for the money that they they're charging for it. It's it's really good, it's really good. I was I was kind of blown away for it. Unfortunately, Alice hasn't taken to it in quite the same way. She's frightened of it. So when I press the button and it talks, it freaks her out. Now she's got talking toys, so she's got like a talking Olaf and everything like that, and she's fine with that. But Yoda, I think because the eyes move as well, she yeah. doesn't get it, and she does yeah, not like it. It's pretty cool for twenty five quid, isn't it? Yeah, I'm just looking at her now. Yeah. Anyway, on that bombshell. Yeah, I gotta go potty. <laughs> <laughs> Too well, many sides. If you uh, I'm in pain. If you, uh, <laughs> if you want to tell us how your potty journey went, of course you can let people know via the website www.disasterdark.com or email us at podcast at disasterdark.com. You said well, Twitter, this for years, but I'll quickly get well, through Twitter at Desert That, Facebook.com forward slash Desert That, YouTube, yeah. Desert That Podcast, uh, Instagram, blah, blah, blah. Growing Pinterest. up is yeah, mandatory. <laughs> Growing up is optional. <laughs> this After Dark, the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. I'll take it the warning lights come on for like, the, the energy to be cut or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the bell for uh, last orders. <laughs> This time of night, it's a bit cold out in the beer garden right now. Yeah, I think we need to pack yes. up and go in, boys. Candles on these, Those really eco friendly, massive gas patio heaters. <laughs> the green party will go mental ass. But with one seat, they won't. <laughs> I think they're hard enough to go down to the mouse's head, try and sort us out. Come on, bring on. <laughs> I think I usually go, and we're out. <laughs>